<laughs> Listener discretion is always advised. Look, bro, y'all didn't know this. Also, like, when you unplug something from your PC, it go like, doo -doo -doo, right? And then when you plug it back in, look, look. This is the Freemason shit. Listen, listen. You heard that? You heard what it said? Listen, listen. It said, Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. This you, is you, you know who Mark Zuckerberg is? You already know what's going on. This is the Justice in the Peace podcast. Today's date is Wednesday, February 8th. My God, is so much shit to talk about. And I only got a little bit of time. So sit your ass down and get ready for the show. This is the Justice in the Peace Podcast. Y'all already know what I do over here, man. You know, it's a daily thing. I'm a professional. I keep integrity involved when I do these podcasts. In case you don't know, my name is Justice. And this is the Justice and the Peace Podcast. Welcome, everyone. I'd like to welcome you to the show. I opened up the show with, uh, I don't know what it is that you want to call that, an observation, uh, 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 some kind of conspiratorial theory. I do not know, but I do know one thing. This is not only the best time to be alive, but the only time that I've been alive, and what a time. To be alive. I mean, I cannot express that so much. I mean, it's information flowing over your heads, literally as I speak, flowing in your ears as I speak also. But once again, it's time for a show. My name is Justice. This is the Peace Podcast. I am a peaceful man, but I don't got a problem breaking bitches into pieces. I do this shit daily. And there ain't no way I can be met on these grounds. Well, at least until Jesus comes down here. Let's start the show. You know, I talk a lot of shit on the show, and, and someone has to do it. I mean, it, it's, it's obvious. You know, there is an opening in this area, and, and, and a lot of people are trying to expose things. And, and you don't have time. Well, guess what? I got time today. I had time yesterday, and I'll have time tomorrow to keep doing this shit. So stay tuned for more episodes to drop. That's the end. I'm playing. That's not the end of the episode. I do want to start the show with some good news, but good news is always so hard to find. I mean, like I said, I get sent so many things, and I sometimes I cannot go through them all in okay hey you know what y'all do what y'all do all right i just see right now as soon as i get going uh, at the start of the show okay Justice. Hey, man, kick your feet up. Kick back for the next five minutes, man. Let me take this over for the next This guy. Minutes. I got this. Hey, producers. Hey, cut Justice's control. Don't. Don't. As y'all know, my name is Wee Orderelli, and where we at? 
We live from Justice's Bunker, part two, episode two, segment two, whatever y'all want to call it. Today, we're going to do something a little different. Today, I wanted to talk about something near and dear to my heart, something from my hometown. I want to talk about the Sacramento Kings. Yeah, y'all didn't thought I was going to take a sports road to this, huh? I'm going to take a sports road. I want to talk about the Kings, man. So, real quick, last night, the Kings beat the Rockets 140 to 120. Rookie Keegan Murray had 30 points. De'Aaron Fox came back after a two-game absence from having his baby. Congratulations, young man. And the Kings won 140 to 120. The Kings are 30 and 23 on the season. Now, the reason I want to talk about this, because if you're a Kings fan, you know. For the past 17 years, it's been fucking nightmares the Kings haven't made the playoffs for 17 years if you don't know if you're not a sports fan if you're not a basketball fan or if you just don't follow that closely we have sucked ass for the last 17 years the last time the Kings made the playoffs was 2006 2006 17 years ago I was 15 years old it's fucking crazy um the last time the Kings were actually good in the playoffs was 2002 Went to the Western Conference Finals, played the Lakers. We all know what happened. <laughs> cough, cough. Uh, referees rigged the game. Donahue. Because he wanted to bet on the game. They wanted the Lakers to win. Kings should have won the finals that year. Uh, but unfortunately, we lost in the Western Conference Finals to the Lakers. And they went on to beat the New Jersey Nets that year. Um But, yeah, this year is just completely different. The Kings have a new vibe, a new coach, Mike Brown, who got these boys playing, man. They got these boys playing. Um, This is just a new Kings vibe. We have a new vibe. It's called the beam. If you don't know, after every Sacramento Kings win, if you look up in the sky, you'll see a bright purple beam. And some of y'all might be like, what the fuck is that and why the fuck are they shining it? Well, that, my people, is the beam. Every win, you got to shine the beam. You got to light the beam. And it's changing so much of the culture here in Sacramento basketball. You even got fans going out and buying purple porch lights. So when it's time to light the beam, if we win, you'll walk down the block and the whole block is purple. I love it. Kings basketball has been horrible for the last 17 years. And our fans have always showed up to the games, no matter if we were garbage, the last, the, the worst team in the NBA, or if, or if we were good, which we haven't been good, like I've said, in 17 years, haven't made the playoffs in 17 years, um, but this year, it looks like it's finally, finally going to end this drought. Um, Fox is playing unbelievable. He should have been an all-star. He was snubbed. Sabonis is playing unbelievable. He is an all-star. Uh, Keegan Murray, the rookie we drafted this year, playing unbelievable. Um, Malik Monk, Kevin Herter, great additions to this year. And I just love the way Mike Brown has this team looking. Um, When you walk outside and you see so many Kings jerseys in Sacramento, everybody's just proud right now to be a Kings fan. And and I love it. Um, Because after being ass for the last 17 years, after fucking being the laughing stock of the NBA for the last 17 years, it's our turn to talk some shit. It's our turn. It's finally our turn. And I'm proud, man. I'm Sacramento proud. So light the motherfucking beam. Please. 
Y'all can catch me in the first in the first round of the playoffs when we make it. Y'all can catch me. Y'all can also catch me March 25th. I'll be at the Utah Jazz game. But, man, this was my segment. I just wanted to give y'all a little Sacramento Kings history, man. I love this team. I love the vibes we getting. Uh, let's keep this shit rolling, man. Light the motherfucking beam. <laughs> beam team. Hey, Justice, man, you can have this back. Oh, my God. I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, hey, producers, give him his give him his control back, oh, man. My name is Lee. Right this has been live from I'm Justice's live. Bunker. All right. I'll see y'all next week. What the fuck, man? Uh, this hold this on, this on, is wait on, wait wait wait. Don't let it do it again. This is that shit that I talk about. Sometimes you know when you feel like you have fucking complete control of your life, you are reminded that you do not. I mean, how do I recover from someone just starting? Uh, I'm starting my show. You hear this shit. I'm starting my show. The producers inject this shit as the show begins. It's going to continue no matter what. Papa. Oh, there we go. My guy, grandson. What's up, man? Okay. As you wish. Since my grandson had to chime in after Dorelli decided to drop his two cents about the motherfucking Kings... I'm a Kings fan, too. So, yeah, I'm glad to see that we, uh, we're we finally doing something with the team. And it sounds like he was a very young guy the last time the Kings were good. Prophecies will be fulfilled for both of us, my friend, if the Kings can do anything with this team. I, 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 I'm, I'm hopeful, at least. But, you know, when you're hopeful, you know, when you learn things about history, you know what it does to other people. It makes people mad. Kind of like this. This country was built on slavery, which means slaves built this country. Tilled this land from sea to sea to sea. First there was rice, tobacco, sugar cane. Then Whitney did his thing and cotton became king. And we were its soldiers. Four, Four million, million strong. Fighting for America's freedoms, even though we remained America's slaves. slaves. Built this country. The descendants of slaves continue to build this. Slaves built this country. And we, the descendants of slaves in America, have earned reparations for their suffering. And continue to earn reparations every moment we spend so Submerged in the systemic prejudice, racism, and white supremacy that America was founded with and still has not atoned for. Slaves built this country. Not only field hands, but carpenters, masons, blacksmiths, musicians, inventors built cities from Jamestown to New Orleans to Bannockhurst, Washington. 40 acres and a mule. We'll take the 40 acres, keep the mule. We, we made your families rich. From the southern plantation heirs to the northern bankers to the New England ship owners, the founding fathers, former presidents, current senators, the Illuminati, the New World Order. Slaves built this country. We had Tubman, Turner, Frederick D. Then they say Lincoln freed the slaves. But slaves were men. And women. And only we can free ourselves. Emancipation is not freedom. Jim Crow, segregation, redlining, public schools, feeding private prisons, where we become slaves again. As we celebrate Juneteenth for, for the umpteenth time, our account is still outstanding. Because this country was built on slavery, which means slaves built this country. And we demand our 40 acres and a mule this country hey i mean well people get mad when they hear that i really don't understand what in the fuck would make someone mad for finding out that uh you know um the truth to tell you the truth just just the motherfucking truth the truth sometimes can fuck you up it can it could uh what's the right word it could distort one's clarity um you might not see straight after certain things happen to you in the in your life. I mean, some of us 
have been here long enough to be able to put our egos to the side to admit that we've had our hearts broken, that, that, that you know, uh, uh, shit has been bad in our life. Other people don't ever have to come to that realization because they're already comfortable in the situation that it is that they find themselves. And it is in this country, if you find yourself born black behind almost, not even almost, what has been drawn as enemy lines that everyone else calls the United States of America, you constantly have to remind people about the lineage that was created when this country was erected, for lack of a better vocabulary. What that means is that every single day, you gotta not only fight for respect to be a black man, you gotta fight, and that's amongst your community, amongst your peers, amongst your friends, amongst your lover amongst everything but then once you step outside of your house you have to worry about your life on the way to work if you're driving you really gotta worry if you're walking you also gotta worry if you on the bus you gotta worry when you're going to the store you gotta worry no matter what you're doing you gotta worry but since some people don't worry at all they don't worry about the warriors and that's just what the fuck has made us the warriors that we are no matter what it is that has ever been placed against this culture placed against what people define as black people it never stands the testament of time like the people that I come from. So I don't understand this thing. It's Black History Month and it's still a pushback against the actual history that happened to black people in this country. If you cannot fathom that black people were slaves, their great grandparents. My great grandmother told me some shit about being about uh, being in a, uh, a slave environment, some shit like that. It was not too long ago that this shit was still going on, and it seems like they were trying to put it to sleep back then and act like it was normal. And now it's becoming more normalized just to ignore that you got 400 years of free motherfucking labor. How do you think everybody? is so sardined up and only a few families sit at the top. That is a, a design, my guy. It, it, it just is. But, hey, I can't change nothing. Not, not individually, at least. It's going to take more. It's going to take a unified uh, uh, existence. I was once told that, you know, you got... Well, I forget who tells me this, I should say. I forget who tells me that you got five fingers on your hand, right? Well, if you poke somebody with one of them, yeah, it, it hurts. It's uncomfortable. It's a jab. But if you ball all five of them fingers together, it creates a fist. And you know what a fist does? It heights. It knocks the shit out of somebody. It will knock the wind out of your motherfucking ass. Plus, not only that, it's a fist. You can take it how you want to take it three ways there's three different definitions to that you figure it out if you're smart enough anyway let me get off of that shit and segue on to some more hurtful shit it's crazy to me how that guy bridged together uh that 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 mark zuckerberg shit but people find very very uh i mean what is it right what's the right way uh they find very interesting ways to do what it is that they do and very good excuses to excuse their actions kind of like this bitch
Open up the fucking door. I don't give a fuck well, about money. Yeah, yeah, See, now, when you go to I don't give a fuck, as soon as people start saying I don't give a fuck, if you come from my generation, that means whatever it is that you are saying is irrelevant from right now on. I am unwilling to talk with you. I know that I'm right, and I know for a fact that you know that you're wrong. But I could be wrong by saying that. I, I could. But that's part of my generation's breakdown of thought. Continue, bitch. Then she kicks the door open. Now, um, in the hood, you know, there is a boundary line that you're not supposed to cross. There are just things that we know that we don't do to other people. And if it is done to us from anybody else, we will fuck them up. Why do we constantly find ourselves in a disrespectory, a disrespectful uh, manner towards each other? She has already been told that there are kids in the house, that they are having a birthday party, that they got to rent. She don't give a fuck what they talking about. And then she steps her foot over the threshold. Isn't that against the law? Don't you have to give a, a, a I believe Relly told me, a, a 24 hour notice before you, you're supposed to go inside of somebody else's home. But when it comes to our own people, we don't even respect the motherfucking rules that were put in place for everybody. But when it comes to our own people, we really don't respect that shit. I bet you if that was some white folk, she showing the fuck wouldn't have put her foot inside that damn door. And I'm not saying do this shit to any white people, any Asian people, any Hispanic people. Just don't do this shit. Continue. See, and then the, the it sounds like actually I haven't watched this clip. Someone sent it to me and I saved it to to, to kind of do a genuine reaction. It sounds like she's assaulting some white people. So I don't know how the fuck this is going to turn out. What, man? She brought back up. What the fuck? There, hey, the, see, the, I, I said, I've said this on previous podcasts, and I don't know if anyone who was a new listener has heard me say this yet. I listen to these clips uh, uh, for the first time, most of the time on the show, and do not know what's going to happen. Um, there has to be a pre-story to this. I know that this lady, we need to find out who this lady is and see what led up to this because something obviously agitated her to the point to where it felt like, to where she felt like she needed to go and physically collect her money. So let this play out. Let me go ahead and pull back on my previous statements because now I necessarily don't know what the fuck was going on. I was told that she did this to a black family. Open up the fucking door. Okay, yeah, something happened and clipped off right as I... Yeah, yeah, that was the end of the video. Wow, okay. But that, that, hey. Either way, I don't think that that's the right way to go about handling business. I mean, 
when you're in the street, yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're out there in the, in, in the field, yeah, go ahead and do that. But when you own property, is, is, is that the right way to actually collect funds? Um, I know some real estate agents. I need to know some more property management people or some property owners. Is that the right way that they think is 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 going to be um, advantageous on on collecting rent? Do you get an advantage? Like, do you have to do it afterwards over and over again like that? Because I know the respect level completely drops if you do some shit like that uh, around me. I mean, but hey. I'm, I'm just a justice. That's all I am. That's, that's all I do is, is observe and talk my little shit. Well, when you're talking shit, as I talk shit, I, I, I run across crazy things on this internet. And I'm scrolling right now to, 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 to see exactly what it is that might fucks with y'all for a second real quick. Because I see a lot of shit I have saved. I've had, I have over 60 stories that I could run right now, right this second. I could just jump on 60 different things. Let me go ahead and drop this little jewel that 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 was dropped on my lap this morning, okay? You ain't gotta speak to me. I can see you and don't see you. I know you in the store, but I ain't looking at you. I ain't getting your attention. I'm gonna get my items, stand in line. You can be behind me. You don't say nothing to me, I don't say nothing to you. And go on by my way. You ain't know. You ain't gotta speak to me. I can see you and don't see you. That is good to a certain extent, but bad. At least for a month, can we drop that? I mean, we brothers and sisters, at least for one month. Can we at least acknowledge each other? I mean, it'd be great if we could acknowledge each other on the regular. Be happy that we know uh, 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 the travels in between here and there are not necessarily safe. So sometimes I think we gotta drop that ego and talk to each other, especially during Black History Month. But I'm just me. I know you in the store, but I do know motherfuckers be around and I understand what he's saying. I ain't looking at you. I don't be looking at them. They don't be looking at me. We don't be looking at we. I ain't get your attention. I'm gonna get my items. But that's another thing. We both already know that our presence is there. We know that shit. It, that, that's the funny thing is that you can ignore a motherfucker, but at the same time, physically, internally, you cannot because you know that they there. There's, there's another object that's in space in your space especially when someone is in your area or in your uh, what's the right word uh circumference uh to, to for lack of a better wider uh, uh educated vocabulary you know anyway i'm sorry brother finish stand in line you can be behind me you don't say nothing to me i don't say nothing to you and go on by my way you ain't know yeah i mean I feel it sometimes. I mean, I, I agree with that, but sometimes you, I think it's better just to treat people nicely. And the I don't give a fuck is is the new nice. I guess I'm nigga. I wasn't even talking to you. So yeah, I, I guess I, I don't know. But isn't communication key? Isn't communication a, a crucial? I, I understand that I come from the old school, but. Coming from the old school does not mean that I'm unwilling to learn anything about the new school. This guy says that uh, 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 little baby got to unleash Rallo Rodriguez at some point. Okay, let me see what he's talking about.
I don't know what he's talking about. He's not talking. Happy Black History Month, and this is how we popping off part two. A lot of these niggas fronting, they might be Rosa Parks' son. Mm. Even on October 31st, we still gonna Halloween do it. Let me say that again for y'all. Even on October 31st, we still gonna Halloween do it. Stop playing with him. Car crash killed two of my dogs. That's why I ride around with no roof. <clears throat> Got me growling at this. Sick of losing my dogs. I might fuck around and start a kennel. What? That's easy money. It's a layup. Old picture, new caption. Had to hang my fits up on the clothesline and let them dry. Project baby for real long. Look at my nigga. Because his fit got too much drip on him. I'm not even gonna explain him. From Alabama, I'm big as Nick Saban. I could probably coach the Crimson. That boy from Mobile. Palm Angels driving a demon. Hope God don't think I'm playing both sides. God touched your mind, bruh. You good, trust me. I know niggas who married the streets, but 12 took their wedding rings. Oh my gosh, man. It's too easy. No, I'm alive, but I'm dedicated. Even if it's September, my little soldier still march. And he dropped this in April. Last year I was broken, you ain't signed my cast. He's inspiring the comments. Dead broke, I jumped straight out the cast. Happy Black History. All right, I guess that's bars. I mean, I don't know. I'm an old guy, very, very old guy. Not an OG, just an old guy who has a mic yelling boss. into that motherfucker in someone else's garage. It, I, I, I entertain myself quite well, believe it or not. But in the process of entertaining myself, I also learn things the more and more that it is that I podcast. And one thing that I have learned is that I need to fucking put titles on these damn thumbnails. I didn't do it. So now we're just in a motherfucking roller coaster ride. Grab your, 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 your what is that, the vest strap? Grab something, hold the fuck on. I don't know what's gonna happen. Sex is sacred part four, trick genital parasites. What? Trick is the most common sexually- Stop it. We need to run that back. Trichomonases. Trichomonases. Something's coming out of somebody's asses. What did you say, lady? I'm sorry. Sex is sacred part four, trick genital parasites. Shit. Trick is the most common sexually transmitted disease. You can only catch it through sexual contact. Okay. Trick. Ain't that what they call motherfuckers who fuck off their money on bitches? But isn't that what they call bitches who trick for money? Trick. So it's a STD also. Hmm. It can cause itching, rash, and burning, but Ain't they, like, the scary thing is you only have symptoms in 30% of the cases. Nigga, what? In 30% of the cases? What the fuck does that... Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Education. And I'll be the first in the healing community to say that these parasites cause you to have loose sex. That means you fuck a lot of people when you get this thing? You want to just give the pussy away? Guys, be careful with that young lady who has that, uh, well, you know what I was going to say. We know that parasites interfere with our behavior. Their entire goal is to get more hosts. What I'm saying is these parasites will impair your sexual judgment. You may be looking at a guy or girl like, eh, but the parasite's saying, uh. Whoa. What the fuck, dude? Dude. I had to get completely Caucasian right. What the fuck, dude? So, 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 uh, if I can understand this completely correctly, what you're saying is that there's a parasite that jumps in you and then it wants to just jump on everybody else and it's called a trick it makes you want to fuck ugly people hmm there are people living with this today that do not even know they have it well how could you be one of them how do i know 
Comment detox to cleanse now because health is wealth and we all deserve to be rich. Yes, we all deserve to be rich. Detox, shit. So trick, or do you have trick? How do you know? Do you? Have, I, I have to figure out what it is that I can share with you guys to figure out if you nasty motherfuckers got trick or got tricked. I have a question about that though. If 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 okay, so trick is a real thing. Is it possible that you could uh, give a, a trick to someone and then it make like people do some weird shit? I mean, people are gonna do weird shit no matter what. But if you give a parasite to somebody that makes them want to give the parasite to somebody else, does that, I mean, does that mean that they're trick with trick fucking with tricks? Is that what's going on? Uh, hey man, let's hear from an actual trick. An actual punk motherfucker that I don't fuck with on the internet. Talk. Six, nine. Six nine. I'm not talking about six nine. I'll fuck with six nine before I fuck with this two faced bastard. Go ahead, Mark. Has shown me videos of him smutting out. I'm telling you, girls who I would think I'm like, bro, she's so lit, bro. This guy right here gets drunk and just like a fucking female. No disrespect, ladies, but I mean, can we agree to either agree or agree to disagree that sometimes when your gals get drunk, you get on the phone and you call your other gals and you gossip or y'all might get on your own little uh, burner account things and do a little uh, 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 a private group, little meeting thing, drunk or some shit, or even when you get together. You have a couple of drinks and you get messy as fuck. I'm talking about get to pillow talking like a punk. Now, now you could never be a punk, my queen. I'm talking about this guy, the academics, this motherfucker. So he is alleging that his favorite rapper, the guy who he introduced to the culture, the guy who he was in. Wait, wasn't he in the pool with another man that had his drawers on? But I don't come from y'all's generation. The guy that he brought to the cookout. He is alleging that 6ix9ine smashed a female rapper and gave her 40 bands. Now, so what? Uh, uh, if she could get 40 bands for her pussy, good for her. And if that guy had 40 bands to give her for some pussy... Sad for him, but that's his motherfucking business, right? It's no way you be for money. This is gonna sound foreign to y'all, but what Batman Kevin's about to ex explain is women who are on the circuit. There are lit female rappers, allegedly, who you might think, oh, how do we know her name constantly? Well, how? She looks amazing. Okay, but? But she doesn't have a hit, but she's everywhere. Uh, why, uh, uh, OG Mark? She's for 12 bands. She's fucking for 12 bands. Okay, so you're alleging your statement is that you think that there is, okay, not you think, you were told by another rapper that there's a, a someone who's constantly in the media who's not had any hits um, at all, but, but... What she's doing is selling her body for 12 bands. Now, I have to use my small, little, eeny, teeny, tiny imagination. I mean, it's the truth, grandson. It's almost a little minuscule little thing that I work with. I have to use my imagination and say that that has to work both 
motherfucking ways. So if there's a girl that's out there doing what it is that you allege that this lady is doing, right, which is selling her ass, from my generation is what we call it, selling her ass for 12 bands, that means that there has to be a guy out there selling his ass, his ass, uh, uh, for 12 bands, right? Right? Um, uh, when's the last time you had a hit? I mean, you're allegedly, uh, uh, a superstar because you stay in your basement and talk shit. So, I mean, uh, you have bands from, from what? You're, you're rich, be I don't know, but continue, guy. Do, do your talk. Facts. Facts. In the last two months, bro, I kid you not. And you know, y'all know Six Nine's my nigga. See, this is how he do his nigga. This is why I be saying I feel so bad for them OGs who go up there and talk to this guy. And when I say OGs, I'm talking about these old guys who try to go up there and fit in with this new crowd. Six Nine is his never and this is how he dogging him out he dogging this boy out for nothing not a fucking thing that don't even make no sense i'm sorry academy academic go ahead no bro he is broken down every like i've gotten an argument six nine showed me a video of him famous as if i say her name i will i'll never say her name he was fucking somebody i'm arguing and because I, I was, I'm arguing. I'm like, yo, why would she do that, bro? What you mean, bro? She kind of lit, bro. She, this guy, bro. Bro, she's not lit. There's no such thing as lit except for fire. He's like, yo, act. I gave her 40 bands. Here's the video. The no two. This him in her raw. <laughs> he scrolled. Two hey, hold on. That brings it full circle to the trick on trick. From a trick, hey, hey, sometimes it just falls into place. I mean, come on, man. Why are you talking about your nigga's business like that? Why would you do him like that? I mean, is that just how y'all do nowadays? Is there any honor amongst you motherfuckers? I mean, maybe not. Maybe that's an old dinosaur uh, 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 thing. I mean, because there's no honor amongst thieves anyway. Um, right that's what we've been taught that's at least what i've been seeing and when it comes to thievery when it comes to stealing shit people don't give a fuck about taking shit from no rich people now i want to go ahead and let uh life jennings tell you his story basically um bust the windows out the thing and like snatch my little book bag so right so 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 uh uh singer Life Jennings was robbed of $120,000 in Jerry, stolen in Oakland. You're not getting that back. It's like $120,000 worth of jewelry in there, my computer, and my ID, passport, credit cards. Life Jennings, a platinum-selling entertainer, went on Instagram to detail how he was robbed over the weekend. Jennings was in Oakland performing at several shows at Yoshi's. Basically, um, bust the windows out the thing and like snatch my little book bag. It's like 120,000 worth of jewelry in there, my computer, and my ID, passport, credit cards. Life Jennings. Damn, man. I thought it was a longer story. Shit, life. I mean, not having a good run right now, buddy. I, I am a supporter, I am a fan. If you got that man shit, give him back his ID at least. 
mail, you know you could drop if you if you find somebody's ID. Let's not let's just say you're walking down the street and you see a wallet and it has no money in it. Wink wink nod nod. It has no money in this wallet, right? So you pick the wallet up. You notice that there's no money in the wallet, but there's no bystander standing around. There's nobody in the street. It's just you by yourself. Do you know that you could really just mail that wallet in? Now, what I would suggest you do, just precaution's sake, is keep a pair of gloves on you so so if you do find a wallet in you you may have to return it that your fingerprints aren't on that shit i don't know exactly how far they go when it comes to shit like that and i don't know if you want to mail that shit back with your return address i necessarily don't know what to do maybe return the wallet to a local store but do you, you guys have been to the dmv you know how terrible that shit is i mean damn life uh, i mean do your thing, man, but shit, what is, what is next, I, I don't know, I, I know what that is, uh, oh, for the rappers out there, I know there's a couple of rappers that listen to me, I know you don't like me, I know I talk shit, but listen to this guy, this guy's about to give you a real motherfucking, this is really a million dollars worth of game, listen to this shit. Whoever pays for the studio time owns the master. That is. Is that, that like a rule? That is. I did not know that. Could you please say it again? Whoever pays for the studio time owns the master. That is. Is that, that like a rule? That is. That is a fact. If you're an artist and someone invites you to the studio and they're paying for everything and you jump on a record, they own the master. That is why when an artist buys a song, they have to submit paperwork paying a producer whoever points and publishing because now they're taking ownership of the master oh wait you gotta bring this back whoever paid for the studio time pay for the execution of it that's who owns the master artists be so lost out here with how they get paid and everything else i keep saying i really believe this five percent of artists that are signed making money only five percent of them know what the real music business is the music business, not how, not their ecosystem. Cause if you're an artist, you know, you're making shows. So that's mm -hmm. how you make money, but they don't know how their money comes. You don't own the master because it's your voice. You own the master because you paid for everything. The engineer, the mix, the beat, that's who owns the master. Whoever pays for the studio time. Whoever pays for the studio time. I did not know that. I, I had to turn it off. I didn't want anything in the background uh, uh, to affect what that guy was saying. So I did not know that if you are on something, whoever pays for the studio time owns the masters. Is that actually true? I don't know. I'm not a rapper. I don't record no one else's studio. I built my motherfucking own. So does that mean? That every single thing that I've recorded, I own. That's a great feeling. I mean, it actually makes me feel great. Papa. Yes, my guy. What's what's going on? Okay. As you wish. Now, I don't know what's going to happen next, Malik, but I do know this. Something is definitely going to happen. Let's first check in with the late and great Bynum Mac. It really wasn't a doubt. I knew I would do well. Enough. But I really didn't, I mean, it was not on my mind. I just wanted to get better, better. And I think if you focus on being the best within yourself, all that stuff will come. Right. I hear people say, get your money on, get your money on. I hate that. I wonder why. I hate, I mean, that's your motivation? It's just money, huh? I, okay, I get that. 
If you do well, the money will come. That is true. I know. You know what I mean? And quit focusing on the money. It really wasn't a doubt. I oh, they I clipped the interview. They wanted him to, to he, he was emphasizing on the money. I, I saved it, but I did not chronologically order. Chronologically? I didn't put this shit in order, motherfucker. So we are, uh, this is a free-for-all Wednesday, which is very odd. I usually have these things uh, 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 lined up. But some people are, are, are on this very big conspiratorial thing. And I'm not going to lie. It's hitting my feed. I'm getting messages left and right about it. Let me share this thing that was sent to me. It says, why does it feel like we are living in a freaking episode of Black Mirror? Now, if you have not seen Black Mirror, I understand. Life is busy. You have too much to do. You got to beat your Candy Crush saga, right? Some of you old motherfuckers still playing that Family Guy. Maybe you're playing Family Guy on your phone. I'm not sponsored by either one of those motherfucking games, but I do know people like to play on their phone. When you play on your phone, you're not really learning anything. When you don't learn any, anything and you're looking down all day, when you look up, the world is fucking unrecognizable. And you know what else is unrecognizable? An episode of fucking Black Mirror. Let this guy take you in. I'm terrible at this. Why does it feel like we are living in a freaking episode of Black Mirror? This is crazy. Check out this video from the World Economic Forum. It is absolutely insane. Even you can't freaks believe how productive you've been. Your memo is finished, your inbox is under control, and you're feeling sharper than you have in a decade. Hold on a second. Who knows all of this information about me? Sensing your joy, your playlist shifts to your favorite song. Sending chills up your spine as the music begins to play. Wait a second. I don't want no chills going up my spine. I don't want nobody turning on no music unless I didn't told them to turn it on. Don't be trying to vibe off my vibe. You glance at the program running in the background on your computer screen and notice a now familiar sight that this appears whenever you're overloaded with pleasure. Your theta brainwave activity decreasing in the temporal regions of your brain. You mentally move the cursor to the left and scroll through your brain data over the past few hours. What? See your stress levels rising as the deadline to finish your memo approached causing a peak in your beta brainwave activity right before an alert popped up, telling you to take a brain break. But what's that unusual change in your brain activity when you're asleep? It started earlier in the month. You sent a text message to your doctor with a mental swipe of your cursor. Could you take a quick look at my brain data? Anything to worry about? Your mind starts to wander to the new colleague on your team, whom you know you shouldn't be daydreaming about, given the policy against intra-office romance. But you can't help fantasizing just a little. This is a real video. Wait a second. Stop. Okay, okay, okay. Now, 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 stop. Let me, let me try to recalibrate. Now, this shit started with, with, with the music just coming on by itself, and then you get a notification about your brain activity. And then you get another notification about some other brain activity and about you liking somebody in your office. Is that, I'm sorry, continue. Start to worry that your boss will notice your amorous feeling. What the fuck? No way. When she checks your brain activity and shift your attention back to the present. What the fuck? So your boss is going to be able to, bro. 
Bro, not bruh, but bro, what the fuck? What the you breathe a sigh of relief when the email she sends you later that day congratulates you on your brain metrics from the past quarter, which have earned you another performance bonus. Uh, brain metrics? What the fuck is brain metrics? I should have I should have listened to this shit. Uh, um, go ahead. You head home jamming to the music with your work. Oh, my God. I didn't mean for that to happen. Shit. Issued brain sensing earbuds still in. When you arrive at work the next day, a somber cloud has fallen over the office. The Along with emails, text messages, and GPS location data. This is insane. The government has subpoenaed employees' brainwave data from the past year. What the fuck? This is the World Economic Forum. This is stupid. One of your coworkers has committed massive wire fraud. Now they're looking for his co-conspirators. You discover they are looking for synchronized brain activity between your coworker and the people he has been working with. What? While you know you're innocent of any crime, you've been secretly working with him on a new startup. Looking at your brainwaves. Shaking, you remove your earbuds. What the fuck is going on? <clears throat> now, this is from a guy called Just The Tip on TikTok. I'm going to reach out to this guy. What the fuck is this? What do you think? Is it a future you're ready for? What the heck? You may be surprised to learn that it's a future that has already arrived. Whoa! Where? What company is doing this shit? I got to reach out to this guy. What the fuck is goings on in this motherfucking country? What is going on? Bruh, another story. I can't segue. The latest in a string of recent crimes involving juveniles. Wait a second, man. Oh, my God. Bruh. My brain is, I'm trying to, to keep my shit together over here. So some employers can read your brain waves? What company? Hey, I got to do a two-piece on that. Shit. All right, all right. Let's run this last story back. This last story is they just came in charging. They just came charging at me. A 13-year-old arrested after carjacking. A, a St. Louis pastor. Here we go. Run it. The latest in a string of recent crimes involving juveniles. Our Elise Shonick talked with the victim and educators about steering kids away from crime. Pastor Mike Coleman says he wants to hold the teenagers who destroyed his car and his phone accountable. But I spoke to one expert in our area who says the community needs to be held accountable, too. It's quite sad, first of all, because we are talking about young kids, like 13 years old. Webster University Counseling Department Assistant Professor Dr. Claire Martin is describing a sad reality for many children and teens. That's pretty shocking, but at the same time, it's like we've heard of those things happening so often. Pastor Mike Coleman was the latest victim of children learning the wrong things. There's two gentlemen, uh, young, young, young gentlemen, uh, probably 13 or 14, Shit. right in my face, the gun right in my face. I'm, please, please, please don't do anything stupid. 
I'm trying to tell him there's a camera up there. He was just putting a club on his steering wheel Friday night in his church parking lot when the two teens approached him. Okay, so we are, they rob pastors at church. I mean, come on, y'all. Have we ever seen this shit before? I have never seen anything like this. They will ask me to get out of the car. They'll ask me for my wallet. You'll see them take my phone and throw it down. But what happened next was shocking. The teens started arguing, not knowing how to start Coleman's car and drive away. He wants me to unlock the club. I had to ask him for my own keys back. He says the two lost control of the car down the street, crashing into two nearby cars, then abandoned the car and left. Do they have those courageous conversations to ask their kids, who are you hanging out with? Martin says parents, educators, and the whole community should be held accountable for... Hold the fuck on, man. Hold the fuck on. Actions like these. There's a lack of connection in families, there's a lack of connection in communities. She says many adults are checked out, and it can show in their children's actions. They turn to their social media, and even in the, when they're in the home and the kids are in the home, they're checked out. As now, now, you see, part of that is true, but, but, but a bigger percentage of that is a lie. Now, um, let me go ahead and, and just fulfill my obligations as a not only podcaster, but partial reporter. Um, this is coming to you from the real earthquake, the comedian. This guy is hilarious, but he does drop gems all the time. A St. Louis area mom turned her son into police after she learned he allegedly pointed a gun at a local pastor's face and stole his car, authorities said. Now, this lady was just attacking the parents and the community. So she can shut the fuck up for right now. It was his mother becoming aware of the event and questioning her son and turning him over to the juvenile courts for prosecution. Quote, unquote, Captain Donald Moore of the of the S of the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department said, according to KSDK, investigators are still working to find the second suspect. Now, the first thing that this lady did was aim her 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 sights on the community and aim her her rage on the parents. Now, I don't know how much money this lady makes. It looks like she makes a fair, uh, a decent living wage above minimum. Most of the time, when you when when you, you you come up in a school system that is set up against you, you don't have the tools that it takes to survive, to even get a job. But you can be much more intelligent than your than your peers, than than, than everyone else around you, and the bosses will actually know it. But since you don't have uh, uh, said paperwork, you're subjected to this dumbass uh, uh, labor type job or or minimal paying job. And sometimes you got to work two of those jobs just to pay the motherfucking rent because rent's so motherfucking high. That means you don't get all of the time that it is that you need to raise your kids. Now, whose fault is that? I mean, you could say it's the parents. They could easily uplift and educate themselves. But at the same time, who is pumping more of this out? Is it the parents or is it the system? Because the system was built to create Workers, that's it. That's all. I'll cover that later. But lady, you can have the floor back.
As Pastor Coleman is dealing with this situation, Martin says it's time the community does the same. I think we can come back for, from here by being aware that it is a problem and reconnecting, being intentional about reconnecting. She probably doesn't even live in said community. Outsiders love to come and tell you what the fuck it is that you should do where it is that they don't live at. Isn't that a common thing? You know, I mean, you, you can't. Can I come into your neighborhood and tell you how stale it is, you motherfucker? Can I come up over here and tell you how nasty your food is? I mean, you show sure come up over here after shipping the drugs into. Let me just let me just get off of this shit because y'all ain't ready for no truths in here. People like lies. Lies are easier to digest and most people they love to lie to themselves but easily or, or should i say more importantly lie to their kids now i don't necessarily want to be the guy who likes to be uh, uh that's right and that's wrong or, or or whatever and this and that but there is a clear distinction of good and bad right and wrong now i know when i was growing up we didn't always do the right thing but it wasn't necessarily the wrong thing either. We used to throw motherfucking hands in the street. Have you ever seen two niggas fight for four whole minutes? Four whole minutes. Most fights last less than, uh, I think it's 30 to 60 seconds. That's a long time to, to, to use your body uh, in a full survival mode action. They don't do that no more. They just kill people. But, you know, in Texas, they can throw hands. Let this guy tell you, I'm terrible at telling other people's stories. State of Texas, you could two people can just go mutual combat. We're gonna go out. We're gonna fist fight. I've seen this happen on Sixth Street in Austin. Yeah, two guys call mutual combat, and there's a cop there, and they go and they tell the cop, "Hey, this is mutual combat. We've agreed to it." Conflict. And he's like, he's like, "Stay out of traffic." I love it. Now me, I'm a skinny guy. I'll blow your mother. I'm playing. I'm a non-aggressive, very peaceful, law-abiding, tax-paying citizen. But I love this idea. More people walk away from fights. That's just natural. And most people in their 40s, they don't really like to fight. We ain't into that shit no more. I'm past that shit. You want to roll around in the dirt with somebody, you're going to roll around in the dirt, but not with this somebody. But yeah, in Texas, it seems like you can still throw hands. Now, is that cool or is that not cool? I would love to hear because I know some people don't like to fight. I know some people, you know, they like to jump people, but they don't like to fight. But if 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 said law were to be passed in California, do you think people would 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 take that opportunity and just start throwing hands again? Or do you think that after throwing hands, more violence might ensue because of the people surrounding the fight would still have guns. I have so many dumb questions. I feel like if you watched my TikToks, he would have already known this. But yes, it's true. In the state of Texas, two parties can agree to fight and it is not a crime as long as it remains a simple assault and doesn't become an aggravated assault. State of Texas. Okay. You can, two people so you can, can fight once and, and uh, I guess uh, you can't fight again? Huh. Interesting. Now, there's a bunch of other crazy conspiratorial shit going on, and that wasn't even conspiratorial at all. But I do hit you with morbid facts, left and right, right and left, up and down, 
any time that I can. Instead of morbid facts, it's Black History Month. So let me hit you with some actual black facts. Listen to this right here, all right? It's crazy. So tribal marking or body scarification, whatever you want to call it, and lip plating, these African practices, right? I just found out the historical reason why Africans started these practices and boy oh boy my emotions are all over the place i can't even put to words how i feel right now so this lady is explaining that uh, uh uh the mutilations as we call it here in america the scarring and the lip plates in africa the culture of that she found out why and how it started this right here this right here is one of the craziest things that I've ever reported on my show. Listen, please listen to this. So these practices started during slavery. Africans started disfiguring themselves so they would not be taken into slavery. So what she just now said, in case you cannot hear through her thick accent, and, and some people have a problem hearing, I don't know what you're listening on. If you have me on a speaker, that might not be a good-ass idea right now. So what she is describing is that people had gotten smart and noticed that they were not buying the slaves with the tribal markings from 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 the native land there. The the, the maybe the guys or the gals who had something on their face or, or something like that. So they got hip to that shit. And certain people were willing to actually torture themselves instead of being tortured, not knowing what was on the other end of being taken up out of your village. I'm sorry, go ahead. Because a slave who is deformed would not really want much in the market. Nobody would want them. And even if anybody wanted them, they would be very cheap. So they would not really be of value to the enslavers. So Africans realized this and they started disfiguring themselves. So they would not even be an option if they do come by an enslaver. So basically, these practices are nothing but survival tactics. They are not African cultures per se. Now my brain is working over time, and I cannot stop thinking about Leviticus 19.28. That Leviticus, that's in the Bible, okay? Leviticus. The scripture that asks us not to cut ourselves or put any kind of mark on us. So my brain is going, did that scripture only exist for the sole purpose to make us stop scarring ourselves? Because obviously us scarring ourselves was a problem for them. Because like I said earlier, they did not take people who were disfigured because they would not be worth much. It's bad business. But back to the scripture, what a coincidence it is really that in the same book, Leviticus, they are instructions about slaves there my heart breaks right now thinking about our ancestors especially sitting up here in 2023 when you hear africans speak about them in ways that they shouldn't these folks went through hell and they did so much to survive so we can be here where we can stay here and be so disrespectful of everything they went through and had to do so we can be here some of these practices we call barbaric backward and whatever they didn't want to do them either but they had to so we can be here but we can sit up here in our 
modern homes with electricity and whatever. And we think we're so progressive that we shit on these people that made sacrifices for us. It's heartbreaking. What is African culture? Because everything we believe to be our culture right now is culture from post-colonization and slavery. Thank you. Cultures rooted in trauma response and survival tactics. So what is actually our cultures? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Exactly what she said. Mostly, I mean, I'm not very smart, so I can't get to it like that. But everything that you know, you have to start to unknow. And it is a terrible realization. What we deem as black culture is not black culture. Most of the time, it's a survival tactic that has been adapted and successfully uh, uh, used over time. I mean, no matter what, for some reason, we feel like we the king of a jungle, a we the king of a cement jungle that we shall never own. You will never own the hood that you bang, bro, even if you try to buy it. No one tries to do that. You die if you stay in the hood, right? Because there are so many motherfucking people at the bottom of the bucket, they won't let you hit the rim. But that's life, right? Right? Aren't we conditioned to believe that that's the way that things are? I mean, or do we need to begin to unre, uh, uh, unwire the wiring that was established ever since we were fucking children? I mean, I really don't know what to tell you. Because every time I turn around, you get a little bit of truth. And then once that truth hits you and it gets you to questioning things that were told to you in the past... I automatically get to thinking about the shit that it is that they're telling me right now in the present. Go ahead and drop your jewels, my brother. I need to understand something. This is going to get deep. A lot of people are thinking that this was something natural that happened in Turkey. Mass murder just happened. I'm going to tell y'all something that could get me in a lot of trouble. Hey, man, I don't want to get in trouble, bruh, bruh. But I do it for the people. I do it for the people here, too. Sweden and Finland were supposed to join NATO in an attempt to help secure in this fight with Russia and China. Turkey said no. See, they needed that ground positioning to move in to set up shop. And Turkey wouldn't allow it. In retribution, they blew up damn near half of Turkey. They got weapons that we don't know nothing about that can break entire fault lines. Bruh, remember the shit I reported on in Africa? Now they're saying a pipeline has exploded. Feared hundreds of thousands possibly dead, if not in the millions when it's all said and done. If that pipeline explodes, half of Turkey is officially gone. Shit. Turkey is standing in the way of the New World Order solidifying 
things on that side with the positioning, the strategic positioning by allowing them to come in as members of NATO. And NATO, including, and you know United States, mainly just made them pay. Shit, now that's coming to uh, uh, Sayon say, say Haywood 123 in case on TikTok in case you want to you heard the damn sound. Say on Haywood 123. You heard the damn sound. I mean, this shit, it's getting weird. I mean, and sometimes, all the time, shit, every time, I, I, I find myself either lost in confusion or 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 maybe I just found someone who's living a delusion. I, I saw this thing a long time ago and I didn't know what to do with it. I, I thought it was a joke. But obviously, this shit is quite real. Listen. Tell you a story. So one day I was chilling with my friend Aubrey, right? Aubrey. No. Yes, yes. What'd you say? You were chilling with who? Tell you a story. So one day I was chilling with my friend Aubrey, right? Aubrey. No, Aubrey. And um, we were in like my, my Canadian match. We were chilling with my friend Aubrey. He was like, yo, um, there's one kid that's bothering me and I think I'm going to kill him. And I'm like, yo, what are you talking about? God, we don't kill people at this level. And it's like, yeah, there's one kid. His name is like X or something like that. But I never, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't really listen to these rappers. So come to find out, the kid died. Now he's talking about Aubrey, who is uh, Drizzy Drake. Now this guy has, I don't know, uh, face pain. He, he looks like the character off the Dave Chappelle show where Dave Chappelle acts like the white guy. The, the, the white guy who's either doing the news or the white guy who does the wife swap. Yeah, he looks like that guy, but he has a beard, of course. Yeah, now this guy says that he was kicking it with Drake, and Drake says something about killing Extentacion. Now, I do not know. When I first saw this shit, I was like, that that's not funny. Like, like he lost his life. Like, I don't get this thing with playing with dead people. Like, I don't understand that. It's a new thing in the culture. I really don't get it. It used to be called desecration, motherfucker. But go ahead, my guy. The kid died. Later on, the kid died. And then my friend Arby is like, he's doing this, like, freestyle thing. He's, like, talking about how he did the murder and everything like that. And I'm like, oh, my God. Did you kill that kid? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, wow. And he was like, this is what we do in the six. And I was like, oh, you're a six god. And he was like, yes. And then it was over. Now, this right here is coming from a cover-up page that I follow. I do not want to I do not want to give their name in case somebody fucks with the page. Now, subliminal messages in the music video sicko mode and listen to the lyrics to the song I'm Upset. Triple X was actually trying to wake people up to a higher consciousness. Now, I don't know that much about Triple X, but I do know I saw that a while ago. And then a couple, wait, was it yesterday? Let me find out this other shit that, that goes with that. Uh, yesterday, there's an update in the case that's going on right now with uh, uh, Tentacion's death. And they keep the 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 the... The prosecutor or the defense attorney, they keep bringing Drake up. I mean, left and right, right and left. They keep bringing Drake ass up. I, I don't know what's really going on with that, but I do know that that is what is going on. So maybe I'll find uh, some time to in include that in the double piece 
in the two-piece tonight. There's a there's so many stories that's going on. I could tell you about these teachers. And I do have a problem with a lot of teachers who are trying to indoctrinate these children when they know damn well we grew up in a time where there used to be PG, PG-13, NC-17, uh, 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 what was this, rated R, and then it was rated X. Rated X is now at preschool level. I, there's a story that I could I could share with you about that. A teacher actually documenting her indoctrinating some children. But you know that's going on, right? You should always know that that's going on. It's a $3.7 trillion thing going on, and everyone wants a piece of the market. What does this white lady have to say? I'm, I'm curious. I hate to break it to you, but the truth is... How someone treats you is how they feel about you. Preach. So don't try to decode or make excuses. It's simple. If they act like they don't care, they don't care. They don't. I hate to break it to you, but... Damn, she broke it to me. I didn't... I wasn't ready. I, I, I don't think that I'm ever... I'm ever ready. Papa. Grandson, my, my guy, what's going on? Go okay. Is it time for me to get the, get the fuck up out of here? I mean... You know, I did have, you know, a, a little clip from this little mascot guy. Let me see what he's talking about. Because I know this guy's funny all the time. Ah, uh, right? Mr. Wright, you were right about duck mama. She's no, we don't do that over here. Ah, disrespectful as fuck. Like I said, that must be part of the new uh, 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 wave. Let's disrespect dead people and disrespect mothers. But you could either do that. Or you could do one of two things. And I suggest you do both of these things. I'm going to share with you two phenomenal clips. I'm going to read to you something first and then share two clips. And then I got to get the fuck up out of here. I got shit to do. Now, this right here was written by Franklin Jones. Most black women in the United States, when choosing a husband, insist that they want a black man who believes in Jesus. And if he doesn't, it's a deal breaker. Therefore, our women have been conditioned to choose black men that are mentally enslaved by the system of white supremacy. Jesus is a myth created in 325 AD by immoral Romans that routinely engaged in massive orgies and death sports. Jesus was brutally introduced to our ancestors by the same ungodly people that brutally imposed little nigger upon them. They they fooled us, and now we fool ourselves. I mean, it's so fucking true, it pisses me off. Now, you could do one or two things with your day, every day. You could do one or two things. You could go and help people. There's a, here's a small little something right here. This yours? Man, I wish. It's pretty nice, man. This is a, this is a dream, you know, so you got to see it first. Manifestation. Hey, I'm Zach. That's Zach. Zach just stopped this guy who's sitting on the side of these yachts. And he's just sitting there minding his business. And we've all heard that thing about affirmations, right? Start speaking these things into existence. Well, that's an affirmation. Manifestation is when you can physically see this thing that it is that you want, I believe. You can start to manifest these things and get them really going in the direction that you want. So Zach sees this guy, he's sitting over by a pier or by a dock, and, and, and he starts talking to him. Just listen to what happens afterwards. Nice to meet you. Oh, be careful, Zach. God damn it, I was gonna dive. You wanna dive in for me? Zach. 
Because you, I don't think you could have came out of there. Would you ever want to go on one of these yachts? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. If I told you we could go right now for free? At first I'd say you shit me. And then I'd say let's go. Be serious. You want to do it? Fine, man. I have a yacht leaving in 10 minutes. Are you serious that? Come on, don't, don't let me fall in though. No, I ain't gonna let you fall. I, I, see, I can swim. I swim like a bitch. What's your dream? Take care of these kids I got. I came here to change my life to make it different. Man, you take me to a yacht for real, bro. If you want to go? I got 500 cash for you too, man. Give me that money up for the dive in this water, bro. Don't dive in the water? <laughs> bro, stop, bro. This is real right now, bro. It's real. I'm about to go to the yacht right now, too. Why me? Listen. Why you pick me? We cross paths. Man, y'all kidding me, man. Uh, Let's get it. it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Miami. Uh, he on the yacht giga, yo. From being homeless to you coming in my life, bro, this is that moment. My life is gonna change, and maybe I can look back and bless people like you bless me, bro. Love you, bro. That's all it's about. This yours? That's all it's about. Change your life, man. And in that way, you might change somebody else's life. But before I get out of here, I want you to remember that in order to change your life, you got to remember that you's a bad motherfucker. I don't give a fuck how big you are, how big you is, how small you are. I don't give a fuck what your job is, what it is that you do in life. You still a bad motherfucker. I'm not a motivational speaker. The next clip isn't from a motivational speaker, but I promise you this speaking will make it motivational. Can the great Joey Diaz, drop some motherfucking jewels for the pieces. You got to do what the fuck you're going to do. Get out there. Take a chance. What the fuck? You're going to sit there? I don't know what to do. I'm 22. <laughs> Anything works instead of sitting there with that look on your fucking face. I got an email from, I don't know what to do. I'm going to kill myself. It's a beautiful fucking life. You want to kill yourself? I woke up next to dog shit. I wanted to kill myself every day for fucking eight years. But I'm still here. Grab your balls. Grab your heart and say, what the fuck is really crackalacking? I'm part of the church. What's happening now, bitches? We ain't fucking around today. You gotta do we are not fucking around today. But then again, I don't fuck around on no day. But you wouldn't know that unless you actually subscribed to the podcast. Right now is that time. I need you to go ahead and pull your phones out. Come on, man. 30 seconds of your time. If I got you, if I didn't had you captivated for this long, I desire, give me a little bit of, give me some subscriptions. Share the podcast. It don't cost no money. It don't cost no money to share this shit with one of your ignorant ass friends. Go ahead and give me that like. Give me five stars. Hit the notification button. So whenever I drop one of these podcasts, yo ass is notified. You have been put on notice. I want to go ahead and dedicate this podcast to my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left. I do. I, I love my mama. In case you don't know, check out my Instagram. The story's up there. Anyway, um, every single one of these podcasts are recorded in one city. No cutting, no pasting, no editing. All genuine reactions recorded in a real-time setting. Damn, that sounded nice. I just made that up. But, yeah, once again, um, do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. Please do not hurt anyone in the process. That is all I ask of you. Once again, I thank you for listening to my podcast. This is Justice, and this is another Justice and the Peace podcast. Peace.